You're listening to the Influencer Marketing Show, presented by the Outloud Group, the podcast that discusses all things influencer. Now to your hosts, Joel and Brad. Welcome back to the Influencer Marketing Show. I'm Brad. I'm Joel. And we are here to talk about marriage and a special kind of marriage. Joel, do you, do you want to talk about UGC and influencers coming together? Yes. All right. So this isn't a new trend. Several companies, brands have been doing it well. Again, uh, your guiding lights here to walk you through the swamp, the murky morass that is the influencer landscape. Once again, we've got some rules of the road that we think you're going to find helpful. So marriage of UGC and influencer, um, user generated content, influencer, someone that has a platform that their, their opinion matters, right? So we're, when we've seen a whole lot of companies coming in saying, Hey, we're going to do influencer. We want that content. And then we want to be able to, you know, chop it up, run it for paid social, whatever. Um, that can be fine. It can work well. We have specific recommendations about how to do it better than maybe you're doing it right now. So big one, and this is, we'll have other things to say. This is like the one big thing that I want to say is don't. (laughs) I want it to be perfect because I want you to remember it. Do not, one, automatically assume that every piece of content that you get, you're going to want to run with. So therefore don't pay for it. But even far more important than that, I would honestly steer away from even bothering to use the influencer um, content, whatever's going to go up on their platform for your UGC. And here's why, because it's going to do two two types. I'm I'm all about finding where there are perverse incentives, warping effects, whatever, and then eliminating those to keep things as pure as possible. So here's what you want. That piece of content that's going up on the creator's channel. You want that to be as real and authentic as possible, and you want it to be their voice for their channel. Now, recognize that might not make the best UGC content. That might not make the best paid social. That might not be, uh, in fact, probably will not be the thing that you're going to want to chop up and be able to run your own paid social on um, again. So let that content be what it is, and then pay the little bit extra and it'll be worth it in the long run. It'll save you money in the long run to have them create the exact content that you want to run on paid social. See, you've got a ton of data. You're going to know what's going to work on paid social. They're going to be able to get you a whole bunch of different collateral. It'll be produced differently. It'll be produced with the end in mind. Again, start with the end in mind. I hate the, the phrase, we repurpose content. This isn't a thrift store. You've got huge budgets on the line. Your, your manager, your director, your VP, they are looking at the results that you are responsible for. Don't repurpose content. Let influencer be influencer. Let user-generated content be UGC. And if you're going to run paid, take the extra time, step, and effort to get the content that you actually need that you want. Because if you don't, the most likely scenario is that you're going to have this list of demands that you want for your UGC. You're going to cram that into the the, the more organic influencer content. That's going to feel stale, dry, like an infomercial for you to get the thing that you think you want over there. 
but none of it's going to really work all that well. So that's that's my rant about how to do UGC and influencer and how to marry the two. I like it. I like the energy. I like the clear don't. Uh, and, and I mostly agree with you. So it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's interesting because I, I do think there's there's to do it right. It should be paid influencer paid social first content. Yes. Right. And and so hundred percent. If you want to if you want to run what we call influencer paid social, you know, formerly known as, as whitelisting. Facebook doesn't use that word anymore. No reason to use it. But for influencer paid social, where there's paid social, but from a user perspective, it's coming from the creator's account. That's what we call it. Um, so basically, have the creator develop that that content for yep. a paid campaign. That's clearly going to deliver the, the best result. And it's not going to be that expensive. It's, it, it's, it, it'll be it, you. You marry it with a bigger campaign. It'll be cheaper than you think it is. Well, th that that said, there it, you you can do it on the cheap if you want to start understanding. Like, is is are we even remotely in the ballpark? But right. it's it's dangerous because you can repurpose content from a YouTube video or an Instagram story or or, or, or TikTok or whatever to use for paid social. It, it's a totally viable. It's a totally viable option. You just need to know that if it does not work, that is not a signal that influencer paid social doesn't work for you. Reach. It, it, it's it's an opportunity to be able to potentially get some signal for for really cheap. But it's it's think about it as like a free test, right? But you still need. But if it doesn't work, you really haven't tested it yet. It's right. almost like a pre-sale. In, in some ways, right? Where it's like, well, the sale is still going to happen. You just got let into Macy's two days early, but the, the same sale is going to be happening. So you need to think about it from from that yeah. context. And so if you want to try out something for, for cheap, go for it, right? There's, there's, no, there, there's very limited downside, except in organizations where if you, if you have someone looking over your shoulder, they're just like, well, we already tested this and it, yeah. does, it doesn't work. Yeah, so just, it'll be just know, three years before you come back around to it. Exactly. And so we, <laughs> we, we hate to see that. So you need to really look in the mirror at your own organization to know if you can test on the cheap for most organizations. It's it's just it's just not worth it because it's not going to deliver the, the results. So, yeah, that's our advice. We want your marriage to be a happy one. That's our recommendation. Thanks for hanging out. Follow us on all the stuff down below. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Marketing Show. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. For more info, visit our website at outloudgroup.com.